Please turn in your Bibles to Psalm 119, starting at verse 137. To help you understand just a little bit, my usual methodology for finding a psalm is I go looking. I spend time. Sometimes I start months in advance looking at what I want to say, what passage strikes me. In this case, I was not looking. I was just reading my Bible, and two verses stood out to me, and they lit me up, and I want to light you up a little bit today. Amen. Now, I will tell you, the first part of this is a negative message. I want us to realize something about ourselves. I have two simple points to make. Are you who you should be, and are you where you should be? These were presented just a couple months ago, back in February, with a very positive outlook. And I'm going to end with something positive, but we need to examine ourselves today. Psalm 119, starting at verse 137 through 144. Righteous art thou, O Lord, and upright are thy judgments. Thy testimonies that thou hast commanded are righteous and very faithful. My zeal hath consumed me, because mine enemies have forgotten thy words. Thy word is very pure, therefore thy servant loveth it. I am small and despised, yet do not I forget thy precepts. Thy righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and thy law is truth. Trouble and anguish have taken hold on me. Yet thy commandments are my delights. The righteousness of thy testimonies is everlasting. Give me understanding, and I shall live. Amen. Again, the first thing I want to ask you is, are you who you should be? The two verses that caught my attention were 139 and the beginning of 143. 139, my zeal hath consumed me because mine enemies have forgotten thy words. And then again, the beginning of 143, trouble and anguish have taken hold on me. Especially after hearing portions of Romans and Romans 1 in the last couple of weeks, combining with these words, I, ha- I have a bar to set for you, a biblical bar. And I'm not going to use David here, because let's be honest, sometimes David is too high a bar for us. So let me ask you a simple question. Do you live, and don't, I know we have some zealous brothers here, don't answer early until you hear the full question. Do you have a perfectly happy life in this unrighteous world? Should we have a perfectly happy life in this unrighteous world? No, we shouldn't, because this world has forgotten God's words. Here's the biblical line for you. And again, I'm going to give you a minimum line. This is the minimum line for a Christian. Are you vexed by this world? If you go anywhere in this world at all, some of us are sheltered. We get to spend our days at home. We have our parents protecting us. We don't get to see that much. But you know what? Every one of us has to be out in the world a little bit. Even so much as driving down the road, do you see their selfishness, their wickedness, their pride? Are you vexed by this world? See, David was consumed in his zeal because of their forgetting God's word. That's a high standard. He had to do something about it. It affected him. Again, low bar, are you vexed? 
And you say, the word vexed isn't in this passage. Where, Where are you getting the idea of being vexed? Where's the biblical idea for that? There is a biblical idea. Does anyone know who it is? We have some brothers who know their scriptures. I'm going to turn really quickly to 2 Peter chapter 2, 6 through 8. You don't have to turn there. I'll read it for you. 2 Peter 2, 6. And turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, right. condemned them with an overflow, yes. making them an example unto those after who should live ungodly, and delivered just Lot, vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked. Yes. For that righteous man dwelling among them in seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. Now, Lot added to it because he chose to live among the wicked. We don't really have to choose. They're everywhere around us. If your life is perfectly happy, if you never notice the wickedness around you, and if it doesn't vex you, again, who's Lot? Lot chose to keep doing the wrong thing. The only reason we know he is just is because of that passage. Yes. That's the only reason, was we know he's righteous. But he was vexed. If your life isn't vexed by the wickedness around us, if we are happy interacting with the wicked every day and seeing the way that they don't just forget God's law, they hate it, they fight it constantly. If we are not vexed, guess what? You have, met the, you have not met the lowest bar of Christian. You're not a follower of God at all. You don't care about God's law. And that's a problem. That's a problem for me. These verses arrested me because I thought, am I vexed? Can I look at this world and be happy without God? Now, there is happiness here. And that's the second part of this. But again, let me ask, are you vexed? Now, are you where you should be? And where? We're in Psalm 119. What is this entire chapter about? The Word of God. Are you in the Word of God? Are you putting yourself in here? Are you reading it? Are you loving it? Are you paying attention to it? Because in the midst of this, you know, David, David says, trouble and anguish have taken hold of me. Yes. But what does he immediately follow that with? Yes. Yet thy commandments are my delights. David was troubled by the wicked around him. And again, the wicked around David were in Israel, nominally the people of God. Outside these doors, it's not the people of God. It's the world, plain and simple. We're as bad as Sodom and Gomorrah in America. Look Look at the contrast in these verses. The word righteous and righteousness appears five times in eight verses. I think we should learn something from that repetition. God's word is righteous. Righteous art thou, O Lord, and upright are thy judgments. Are you vexed by the wicked? Then put yourself into God's word. Focus on it. Read it. Love it. Care for it. Because it's full of righteousness. It's upright. Thy testimonies that thou hast commanded are righteous and very faithful. Do you see the betrayal? The wickedness, the way that people don't care about any standard, they don't, they don't keep any commitment in the world. Well, guess what? His word is very faithful. Amen. Thy word is very pure. There's nothing pure out there. Everything is wicked and dirty. Thy word is very pure. Therefore, thy servant loveth it. Amen. Yes. You can hate that world outside and you can love this word and you can be happy. I am small and despised as far as the world is concerned. We are. 
And that's fine. It's fine to be small and despised as far as the world world is concerned. Yet, do not I forget thy precepts. We're going to stick with what God says. Thy righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and thy law is the truth. Everything in the world is a lie made by the father of lies. Everything in this book is truth. Again, trouble and anguish can and should be in our lives watching the world, but we can have delight in his commandments. The righteousness of thy testimonies is everlasting. It's never going to run out. Give me understanding and I shall live. Again, brethren, I want to be simple for you. Are you who you should be? Do you meet the minimum standard of Christianity? Can you reach as high as David and let your zeal consume you so that you actually do something about it? But can we be at least as good as Lot and be bothered by the world? And then from there, what do we do? Throw yourself into the word of God and be happy in it. Be vexed by that world. Don't be happy with that world. It is, there is nothing in it for us, but be glad in the word of the Lord. Excellent. Excellent, Matthew.